So here we are already, mid-November. In just a couple of weeks, we as Florida residents can breathe that sigh of relief that comes with the end of another hurricane season. We can all relate to the preparations that happen at the end of May as we approach this dreaded six-month stretch. We keep water and batteries on hand. We stock up on non-perishable food. We prepare that go bag with clothes and documents and medicine. We get our shutters ready. We make an evacuation plan. We don't always know when or even if a storm will come in any particular year, but we have learned through experience that it pays to be ready. Year in, year out, we know that it is in our best interest to be prepared and stay vigilant. We all know how to tune into the Weather Channel or click on Mike's weather page. We see what happens to those who don't. Our gospel lesson today also has to do with preparation and with waiting and with the idea that we don't know exactly when something is going to happen. Although in this case, what is coming is not a storm, but a bridegroom. Back in Jesus' day, weddings were a big deal, just like they are today. There's a lot of preparation, anticipation, and typically the bride and the wedding guests would gather at the bride's parents' home and wait for the bridegroom to arrive. And when he did, the bridesmaids would accompany the bride and groom back to his parents' home where the wedding and the feast would take place. We get a glimpse of this in John's Gospel with the wedding at Cana, where Jesus turns the water into wine. So we know that weddings were important, and the bridesmaids at these events, they have one job, which is to light the way for the bride and groom. There's no mention of the bride in our Gospel reading this morning, but we have specifically ten bridesmaids, and they are gathered together with their lamps, and they are waiting for the groom. Five of the bridesmaids are foolish, and five are wise. The wise ones bring along oil to fuel their lamps, and the foolish ones are the ones who, for some reason, neglect to do so. And then time goes by, and the bridegroom is delayed, and they all get drowsy and fall asleep. And finally, the bridegroom comes, and some are ready to meet him with their lamps lit, and some are not. And it kind of goes downhill for them from here on out because by the time the foolish, unprepared bridesmaids manage to find that elusive midnight oil store, the wedding has begun, the groom has locked them out, period. End of story. No wedding feast for them. And then that final warning, keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. And there's an important line that starts this parable, the kingdom of heaven will be like this. So in other words, the wedding feast is heaven, the bridegroom is the Messiah, and we, it appears, are the bridesmaids. It seems a little unfair. Why didn't the invite say, bring lots of oil, or bridegroom might be delayed, so be prepared? But this is the kingdom of heaven, and these parables, they are the instructions. They are the invitation. We can choose to be wise or foolish. This is our heads up. 
So, are we wise or foolish? Are we going to make it to that wedding? Will we be guests at that heavenly banquet? As with so many of Jesus' parables, the choice is up to us. And, as with so many of Jesus' parables, I don't think that accomplishing the task, being that prepared bridesmaid, is as easy as it seems. For one thing, there's this whole matter of waiting. The bridesmaids in our parable have to wait a few hours. But if we are talking the second coming, well, it's been a couple thousand years, and it would seem that our bridegroom, our Messiah, is seriously behind schedule. We might even begin to think that he isn't coming ever. We aren't very patient. We like everything now. We like fast food, fast cars. We have express lanes so we don't have to wait in traffic and fast passes so we don't have to wait in line at theme parks. We aren't very good at waiting. Think about being on hold when you're trying to get customer service. Think about the line at the deli. Think about, dare I say it, the DMV. We hate it. Our whole culture is geared towards immediate gratification. We like things that are shiny, new, exciting, Patience may be a virtue, it's one virtue that many of us need to cultivate. All that preparation, look what happens after we don't get a hurricane for several years. We might become more lax in our preparations. We wait a little longer to stock up on supplies. We don't worry quite as much. All those jugs of water, they take up room in the garage. And why buy batteries that are only going to expire? When it comes to anticipating the return of Jesus, that is more difficult still. Will we be waiting another thousand years? No one knows. What we do know is that God's timing is not at all like our own. Trying to pin down the coming of the kingdom, trying to put an end date on our time here in this world, that isn't a game that we can win. Instead of trying to calculate how long, we are better off using every moment of that time in preparation so that our lamps are full of oil. How to prepare? I would argue that such preparations are unique to each person, just as our faith journeys are unique to each of us. We might pray or sing, we might teach or use our hands to build or knit or bake or heal. We might travel and take care of the poor we might care for those in needs right in our own backyard. We might write or study or preach. The details of our preparation are not as important as our awareness of the world around us and of how God is calling each of us to action. Not someday, but now. Someday, in terms of preparation, is not something we want to embrace. For us, we, if we promise ourselves that we will get ready someday, there's a good chance that we will be caught short, that we get caught in the storm, or that we will run out of oil, just like those foolish bridesmaids. We also need to remember that we can't stockpile our preparations for the kingdom. Like those expired canned goods or batteries, it isn't a matter of preparing once and then calling it a day. Our faith journeys need to be journeys of growth, not stagnation. Loving God, loving our neighbor, it isn't a one-time or sometime thing. It is ongoing. 
It is ever-growing. We offer all kinds of, kinds of opportunity for that growth here at Trinity. There are close to a dozen, I would guess, listed in your bulletins just this week. Don't look right now. <laughs> Least wait until the offertory. From fellowship to formation, from concerts to canning in the kitchen, from midweek Eucharist to choral evensong to Habitat for Humanity, there's no shortage of ways for us to nurture and grow our Christian faith and to make our preparations to fill our lamps so that we are ready for whatever God has in store for us, so that we are ready whenever the kingdom of heaven is ready to receive us. I'd like to offer one more detail to this parable. Matthew makes it clear in his gospel that the bridesmaids cannot share their oil, for if they do, they will not have enough. He makes a point that some people are going to be denied entrance to the kingdom. This week, the clergy spent several days at Dayspring meeting with the bishop and other clergy from the diocese, and the theme was unity. We spent almost three days talking about all the ways our diocese and indeed the church could be more unified. And then I go to read this parable, and there's this very clear division between the two groups of bridesmaids who are otherwise identical. And it's true, you can't borrow someone's faith or borrow the work that they have done to deepen that faith and make their preparation. But moving forward, as we strive to be prepared, as we wait for Christ, we can also be united with our fellow bridesmaids. We don't have to give them our oil, but we can hold our lanterns up so that they too can see. We can bring them along with us so, and help them learn the importance of preparation. There don't have to be any foolish bridesmaids. God willing, we can all be prepared to meet our Savior and return with him to the kingdom of heaven. <laughs>